When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan from Desert Island Dicks, and welcome to another Top of the Cox. It's a compilation of some bits we've enjoyed, and we think you might too. You know, in case you missed them the first time around or had forgotten about them, we've got so many episodes in our back catalogue, so have a little rummage around and see what dicks you can pull out. Previously, when we've done a Top of the Cox, we've tried to think of a theme that matches what's happening the week that we release it. Like, we did a music-themed one the other week when it was the Brit Awards, and uh, we re-released our Tom Kerridge episode when Great British Menu was back on the telly the other week, although that was a full episode, not technically a top of the cocks. But anyway, this week we weren't sure what to base it around. But then I read about how at the Honor Oak pub in South East London, near where I live, there's a load of people who are protesting because the pub is doing this drag queen story time event. So there's a load of sort of right-wing angry people getting whipped into a frenzy saying that children shouldn't be exposed to this sort of thing, you know, as if it's some big sexualized thing which is obviously not going to be just a fun event with some drag queens doing stories and teaching kids about diversity and inclusion and that sort of thing so it just sort of felt unfair to turn that into a big politicized event and I just think it's sad that people are protesting these kind of things really so when we read about this whole thing we thought that in a small act of solidarity with the Honor Oak pub we'd do a top of the cocks episode and we'll make it a drag queen special because although we may talk about people and things that we hate on this podcast you know we stand for inclusion and diversity and not horrible hateful protests so here's a load of clips from the wonderful jinx monsoon and major scales davina de campo and from drag pop supergroup denim glamru and cristal it's really funny uh, i hope you enjoy it they were all brilliant uh, so here is our drag queen special of top of the cocks Hi, I'm James Deacon and welcome to Desert Island Dicks, the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they're a dick is up to you. And here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today, I'm very excited to say we have the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 5, Jinx Monsoon, and her musical partner, Major Scales. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. Hello and welcome for Welcome to the Island. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Yeah. <laughs> Where have you come from? I believe you just got off the train or something, right? Yeah, we were in Scotland. Scarborough last night. Scarborough <laughs> to the island. How was Scarborough last night? It was lovely. They were lovely. Yeah. Great audience. Was a it? lot of energy. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, a lot of drunken yelling at us uh, as we were leaving the theatre from, from random oh, parts yeah. of town. Okay. They did yell at us drunkenly, yeah. didn't they? Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. But good yelling. I mean, good they, yelling. They, oh, they were happy. Yeah. It was celebratory. Yeah. Oh, celebratory. <laughs> what you deserve. Perfect. Brilliant. Um, okay. Normally what happens here is we dive straight into the island. So uh, who's going to be your first choice? Well, you know, it's, it's lucky we actually both just flew so we know what it feels like to to be terrified of uh, crash landings oh really okay yeah, yeah i think so i think when you travel for a living you think about it the more you fly oh you yeah. guys are frequent flyers right oh, yes. well yeah okay. and and then i think um you know if it's going to happen one in a million 
I at least have flown a million times. Yeah. At least a million yeah. times. So it's going to happen it's, soon. It's just right around the corner. It feels me. like the more you do it, the more likely. Well, yeah. we're upping the odds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It has so. to be. <laughs> okay. Well, so you've crashed on the island. Who's mm-hmm. going to be your first choice? Yeah. Um, the people who walk two abreast on narrow sidewalks or who like clog up the escalators or the moving pathways and airports when you know you're walking at a pace and they somehow oh, yeah. roadblock you absolutely I, I, it's the general idea is that they just have no consciousness about other people existing they must not them. have gone to acting school and um, <laughs> you know gained that kinesthetic awareness yeah. but i i don't i have a problem with it because it's so hard for me to say excuse me without it coming out passive aggressive because what's your best excuse me how do you... Ex- see it already sounds <laughs> yeah. itchy. excuse me <laughs> i can't do it i was no raised way. in the northwest <laughs> i mean yeah a problem we face every day living in the city right yes. it's an yeah. absolute nightmare i mean is there a solution or is that it i think you just have i, I think you really like New Yorkers, mm. people with people with um, or cities with people who are more forward, they have it right. Just go, yeah. Push past them if you need to. <laughs> you know, be it. nice about it, but you gotta get to where you're going. I like to use, like, especially on busy sidewalks. Um, if you're a frequent goer of. Uh, gay clubs, you may know the goer of gay clubs. If you know what I mean, <laughs> if, 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 if if you're if you're often at clubs, you know how to push past people. It's a gentle arm in front, yeah. the that, shouldering you know, yeah. technique where you're shoulder. basically rolling past them. You're kind of you know being like it's kind of like a nice touch, but also get out of the way. Okay. Yeah. This makes sense to any goers of gay clubs. Yes, you know the goers of gay clubs. <laughs> okay, now you're on my list for people in the island right. because you're <laughs> the goers of gay clubs. Goers of gay clubs. What's Correct oh, oh, I don't know. Denizens of the nightlife. Oh, okay. yes. yeah, there you go. Right. Okay. Both good band names. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Okay. Yes, those absolutely, and they go on the island. And here to share their desert island dicks with us today is Glamru and Crystal from drag pop supergroup Denim. Hiya. Hi. Hi. Hi, Dicks. Who's going to be your second choice for the island? Um, we chose Ed Sheeran, James. Yeah, okay, yeah, Ed um, Sheeran. Uh, not the first time Ed Sheeran's been me- mentioned on this, but I'm interested to see. Well, I mean, I actually think Ed Sheeran's quite profound in mm. the fact that he's so profoundly sort of inconsequential. He's so astoundingly mediocre. It's yeah. actually, I think, in itself, quite a historical moment mm. for, for for Britain and the world mm. in the way that there's this huge cultural conversation about someone with so little credibility. I mean, I actually find how average he is to be almost remarkable. In itself, it's a feat. Yeah. That he's, he, he offers so little. I think he was like the top five, one, two, three, four, and five of like the most streamed person of last year. I think it literally... When we talk about the dearth of the 21st century, the collapse, Mm. the the sort of rising xenophobia of Brexit, the kind of birth of neo-fascism with Mm. Trump, I think within that historical textbook, we'll also talk about the masses appreciating Ed Sheeran as Mm. a kind of another symptom of a really failing global climate. It's worse than global warming, really. And in fact, I would say let's 
let's let's put that on. You know, mm. where's the Paris Agreement on that? Yeah. How to yeah. how to limit the, the number of agreement? I mean, <laughs> how to limit the number of streams? How to limit the number of, of discussions? Mm. How to mm. limit the number of number ones? Mm, it's a plague. This is like a global. <laughs> this is going to need every nation to really mm. limit his 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 reach. His, his reach. As I say, it's worse than carbon emissions, and all we can do is try and reduce the damage yeah. that's already there. Also, like, he looks like what you'd imagine, like, an imaginary friend to look like. You know, yeah. like, when you're young, like, and you have an imaginary friend, just like Ed Sheeran looks like that. You know? Mummy, so, I've got this friend, and he's, like, drawn all over yeah, his arms. Literally. He's like, yeah. You know, and he looks kind of like a whoopee cushion in the face. Although I look a little bit... I know, but not to... You can't see me right now. That sounds, like, really harsh. I, The worst thing about Ed Sheeran for me is that a lot of people have told me that I look like him when I'm... You know, when I don't have any makeup on. Um, so I, there's a real sore spot there. But I'm, you know, I'm reading myself and reading Ed Sheeran. Have you been, uh, have, have people said that you look like Sheeran, Ed Sheeran a lot? I've had Ed Sheeran, I've had Keith Lemon, I've had um, Donald, genuinely Donald Trump. One time I was on a French, um, like, have I got news for you thing? And they were like, oh my God, we met Donald Trump's son. And it was me, and it was like super not funny. But oh. it's, it's literally okay. I made peace with the way I look a long time ago. Mm, but that's, and then had a lot of surgery. But you don't want to be, you know, you don't want to be compared to Ed Sheeran. Mm. I mean, you know, I do want that level of fame, if I'm honest. But yeah. I do think, going back to Glamour's far more salient point, <laughs> that, um, you know, I think genuinely this global adoration of Ed Sheeran is quite symptomatic of like... A dying where, society. Yeah, like where things are now. I just don't get it. It's just not, mm. it's just not good. Well, like, I was I've really tried. Like, I've tried to listen and it's not good. We, we were at Glastonbury when he performed and it was really funny, James, because we were supposed to do the pyramid that mm. night. Okay. And it was just like a little funny thing. Like, we just went up with the energy of the field. The trees weren't talking to me. And I just said, you know what? I'm not doing this gig. And we actually had a lot of fun just playing a budget little stage mm. yeah. in the Greenpeace area, which we're much happier. They're actually really pleased with that decision. Mm. Yeah, But when I went and saw Ed Sheeran performing and saw the audience, it was like a, like 150,000 vegetables <laughs> sort of just kind of receiving just utter monotony, like monotonous, inconsequential music. And it kind of felt like, like, like a, a sort of a huge lobotomy had been performed on Glastonbury. Oh, wow. And that is amazing. So, so really, I think why we don't want him on the island is because we, we want our brains to keep going. Right? We play mm -hmm. Sudoku, James. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. We, play, we play cryptic puzzles. Like, <laughs> we're not fucking kidding around with our brain speed. Mm. And Ed Sheeran, I think, would just stop us being able to get off the island because of the rate at which he would reduce our brain, brain function brain because brain. he's so mm. so limited. He's bringing you down. Yeah, Although so if you are an Ed Sheeran fan, because there are a lot of them, come to the show and we will show you real <laughs> entertainment. Yeah, okay. Oh my God, Ed Sheeran stands are literally going to be coming to our house, aren't they? They're going to come to the mosque. And also, we love, we love the fans, but we just, you know, wake up fans, you know? Yeah. It's like everyone thinks Mariah Carey can still sing and she just can't. Yeah. Saying. It's like that same thing. We just have to be honest about these things in order to, you know, be better people. In order to fight climate change, yeah, really. It's exactly. the same thing. Be honest about Ed Sheeran, reduce your cob. Yeah, Sheeran, the Sheeran agreement. Yeah. I'm calling on all the leaders of all nations. I was just going to say my next island person. Oh, please dive in. Who's going to be next? I just can't person? wait to. Yeah, tell me more. <laughs> yes, but it also makes me seem kind of like trash mm. because I have to admit how frequently I go to Subway sandwich shops. <laughs> and and to be fair, you do tend to get upset at people in line. 
with just you in general. in general. Okay. I just hate lines. <laughs> I think it's the most bourgeois thing about me, probably because I'm a frequent flyer. You yeah. know, I never have to wait in line. <laughs> that I go to Diamond a Subway sandwich <laughs> shop with my pretentious ass. <laughs> and <laughs> um, but I always get stuck behind someone who's never been to a Subway sandwich oh, shop yeah. and can't intuit anything about it and so they sit there and they go well what's on the turkey sandwich no well it comes well, with whatever you, you want, want on yeah. it okay well what if i got the turkey sandwich what would come with it oh can i have this but could i also have this yes you it's can like, have that at a certain point how are you whatever age you are and you've never eaten at a subway sandwich shop <laughs> <laughs> yes oh my god and i think in a similar vein for me it's been starbucks people who don't know what a starbucks is yeah. oh and what's in the latte oh and i they have to pour over the oh my God. pour over the list yeah. uh oh, just, get nice. okay. just get it's your coffee just get your coffee the people who go I want to spend the little time as possible in here ice cream God. counters and go well what's the chocolate one taste like <laughs> yeah. it tastes yeah. like chocolate how have you made it this far in life <laughs> yeah I know. oh my god um what's your subway order Oh God! Don't make me sad. Don't please. Don't make me sad. Um, probably I normally get like you know chicken breast and pepperoni if I'm feeling festive, <laughs> jalapeno, lettuce, tomato, red onion, and in the UK I also get sweet corn because that's not an option in the states. Oh, why? We don't put oh, corn right. in our sandwiches for some reason. Okay. Uh, I don't know really why you do put corn in your sandwiches so often, but you like it. <laughs> it makes sense to me in tuna salad, I guess. How often do you go to the subway? Oh, don't answer oh, don't, that please, question. I'm not going to. <laughs> oh it's just a very convenient lunch Listen. when you don't have a lot of time when you're on the road. And oh. your when you're on the road, opening night. <laughs> when you're on the road, uh, you know. Not- I was not throwing blame then. No, oh, okay. no, I, I, you you couldn't know. Uh, when you're on the road, you know, and you're going to two hour drive from one city to the other, and the only things you have are the service stations mm. in between. Oh, Sometimes yeah. Subway is the best offer. I yeah. mean, if it's between Subway and Burger King, then you know Subway, what's yeah. the healthier? Option? Yeah, for sure. It's Subway. all trash food. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, We're all not... gonna die. Look, this is about lines, not about Subway. I get yeah, it. I'm sorry. Mm, Apologies. No. Right. Okay. What's not a text? <laughs> okay, people, look, if you're getting in a line, you know what you want. You want a sandwich and or you want a coffee. Yeah, I say don't get in line until you know the order. Stand to yeah. the side. Yes. Yeah. Get in line That's when you know it. what you're doing. Have that, people. The reason why I think I, I mean, it's my fault I hate lines so much because <laughs> I want to spend as little time doing anything other than laying down watching TV as possible. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, you know, like I factor out my day. Like if I have to be at the theater by four, I can leave the flat by 325, yeah. stop at the subway. And it's normally a quick enough thing that yeah. I can grab my sandwich, yeah. get to the theater, eat it real quick before I have to become a lady and do my show that night. So, <laughs> so anyone who throws mm-hmm. off my meticulously planned hey. schedule that has allowed me to stay in bed until 3 p.m. I'm furious hey. at them. They should know better. Look, you need all your you need all your energy for that show, right? All that, all that, that chicken line. and uh, and pepperoni energy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> hey, mine's turkey and bacon with okay. chipotle sauce. I'm no better. Um, apologies, I didn't ask you. That, no, you no. Okay. <laughs> you were holding that back. <laughs> nice to be no. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, people in line. Great. And here to share their desert island dicks with us today is drag queen and singer Davina DeCampo. Hello. Hello. Now, mercifully, amongst the wreckage of the plane, there was some food and drink left over. Unfortunately for you, it's your least favourite food and drink in the world. What are they and why are they so bad? Well, so my absolute least favourite food is uh, broad beans. Okay, yeah, broad beans. Yeah. They're one of those things... I don't know if they're anyone's favourite, are they? And you sort of, I wonder why they still exist. Yeah, well, I don't know. My mum absolutely loves a broad bean. Really? Used to put it in stews and on your... Oh, God, they're just hideous. <laughs> they're, like, sour. They're hard. They're, the skin on them is, like, tough. It doesn't... You can't chew them properly. They're just disgusting. Everything about them is disgusting. And, like... When they're cooked, you know, they go from a sort of normal green colour to a sort of green pustular shape (laughs) instead of being like a normal bean or pea or, you know, they just, they end up looking really insipid and ill. They look like they're just filled full of pus and then they taste like sour old toenails. (laughs) They're just absolutely disgusting. Everything about them is foul. (laughs) They're one of those... I, I remember seeing a cooking show and it was one something like Hugh Fernley Whittingstall or something. You know that cooking shows, they always do that thing where they go, oh, you've told me that you don't like this food. Well, let's see if we can change your mind. So I'm going to put loads of other shit with it and then you're going to try it and you're going to go, oh, yeah, actually, that's all right. And you just think, well... All right, if you've put everything else with it, then maybe that's not as bad as it was, but it's still not nice. You haven't really sold it to me. And maybe just pick another bean, you know? There's enough beans, aren't there? absolutely. Absolutely. There is a whole world full of beans. (laughs) Choose from them. Let's let's just leave the broad beans in the past. (laughs) I can imagine a spin-off for Davina's World of Beans, where, you know... (laughs) (laughs) It's um, it's actually a new funfair attraction. Yeah, you know. Dare you enter? Yeah. <laughs> and so, and does your mum still serve them up if you go around for tea? No, um, thankfully not. Uh, although I don't think it would stop her um, if the mood came upon her. But I, I feel like the mood has not come upon my mother to cook broad beans for a while, which I'm glad of. And of this awful food, is there an absolute worst type? I mean, tinned or fresh? Or, uh, is there a worst of the worst? No, I think I think broad beans just generally are pretty disgusting, however they are. Mm. Um, the dried ones, the fresh ones, tinned ones, they're all just gross, aren't mm. they? And why anybody would still be farming them, I have no idea. Yeah. It's, it's, it's strange how you can get that sort of bitterness into them. It's like, who bred that in and thought... Yeah. Who thought, yeah, that really bitter flavour, that's it. That's what I want. Mm. That's what I'd like next to me Sunday roast. Way come on. <laughs> bit abroad, bit... Oh. Absolutely sick. No way. So I've got an image of old farmers in the olden days, you know, farming their beans, and one comes up and he's like, "Lads, try this one. I've got a new, I've got a new kid on the block here." And everyone's like, "Oh, John, I don't know, mate." And he's like, "Wait, you, know, you plough your own furrow, literally." 
But they'd be all going, yeah, really good, John. That's it. That's a great bean. <laughs> idiot. What an idiot. Wouldn't they? John Broad. That was One less called. competitor in the match. Well, probably. Mm. That was probably who it was, wasn't yeah. it? John Broad. <laughs> He's got a lot to answer for. He can get in the bin with the rest of them. <laughs> So mine, I, I'm quite a big girl. Mm. Um, oh, you agreed with that. You were supposed to say, oh, honey, you're not. No, whatever. I was just taking it all I'm, in. I was mm, just taking well, it all in. Whatever, you know. I, no, no, it's fine. I'm, I've ex- I love it. I love my body. I'm, I'm kind of a big girl. And I love most foods, but You're I beautiful. fucking hate goat's cheese. I hate it. Oh, really? But this is because before I became the queen that I am now, I actually studied veterinary medicine. There's a bit of a story here. And I spent a lot of my teen years on a goat farm. Genuinely, this is a true story. <laughs> is this true story? I, I promise you. Okay. On a goat farm, fingering goats in the butthole. Why are we fingering goats in the butthole? Because it's about palpating, you know, like the newborns or whatever. Like, Mm. it's a really good health check to basically finger a goat in the asshole. Like you would fist a cow, which I've done a lot of too. So what are you looking for in there? You're looking for, um, like, everything to be in order. You sort of, you kind of get, like, wrist deep or whatever Mm. if it's, like, ailing or pregnant. Does it hurt them? No, I mean, they're pretty, I mean, they're, you know, goats eat, like, shoes. It's like they can take a fist (laughs) in the ass, you know what I mean? Are they quite loose? No, no, not necessarily. I mean, they're not huge. A cow's fairly loose. I got shoulder deep in a cow once. So. <laughs> and are they like pleasured? No, but they're they, they're fine with it. Like it's actually an um, genuinely. If you listen, honeys, if you ever get the chance to fist a cow, just try it because if you go elbow deep into it, shoulder deep, honestly, nothing has ever felt like going back into the womb more. It's like so. Like I really warming. want to do this. It is warming. It like you know, like peristalsis from the you know sigmoid colon happens around your so arm. It's pushing. It's pushing. You can feel it, and it's literally like, oh my god, mama, I'm back in the womb. It's like beautiful. So, but I spent a lot of time fist, uh, fingering goats. A lot of time. And the the, well, the thing about goats that I don't that the, you know that I, that that is true is that the way that goats in life smell is the same way that goats cheese tastes. Okay. That is not the same for cows. The way cows smell is is not the same in as as cow's cheese or milk smells in life but goats have a very distinctive smell and that smell is how goat's cheese tastes so it just like brings back all these weird memories for me I like I'm eating like a cracker with some cheese like thinking about fingering a goat (laughs) and like I don't want to do that over like a business lunch or you know lunch with my third husband I just don't want to be thinking about that how does it smell like it tastes I'm trying to like they smell like and taste like a barber wax jacket yeah okay for the country bumpkins among us that's like overpowered fucking room it's like off the fucking jacket it's not like goats and do you know what it's so interesting I'm really really fascinated by those jackets because a lot of straight men wear them mm. and it's like not only do you have to dominate my wor- world with you know your politics and being in every film it's like you then walk into this room and you literally alter the olfactory situation. Mm. And we now have to know that you're here a by two cents. Yeah. Oppressive right. experience. And you know, mm. I've, been, I've been charting this. Mm. Okay. When straight men are in a room mm. and they breathe louder than everybody else. Honestly, ah. I've noticed them take up space even with their breath. <laughs> okay. And I just I'm think, very conscious of my breath now. No, no, but, but you're allowed to because you're yeah. queer and therefore you're actually just using the breath that was denied of you <laughs> from systemic oppression. It's so inter- it's interesting though. I think the barber jacket was a sort of Trumpism mm. of clothes. Mm. Okay, mm. okay. From goat's cheese to Trumpism of clothes. Thank um, you for sharing your goat's cheese fingering story. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. 
And what, what drink would you be washing this down with? So this might be a bit contentious for lots of people, um, but tequila. Mm, yeah. I hate the taste of tequila. I absolutely hate it. If, if it was a colour, it would be brown. <laughs> That's what it would be. Yeah. And not the kind of, you know, nice, loamy, earthy brown. It would be that sick, when you've got a really poorly stomach brown. <laughs> it would be that gravy train brown. <laughs> the, the chicken soup of explosive diarrhea brown. <laughs> that would be the colour it would be. It's just so disgusting. And the, the stuff that it's made out of also is horrible. Agave. Mm. We've got some in the garden. I didn't know what it was. I thought it was, um, I thought it was aloe vera because mm. they look quite similar. Yeah. Um, it's not aloe vera. And if you do ever have to cut down any agave in your garden, make sure you're wearing gloves. I didn't. And it has these tiny spores in the sap, which are like fiberglass that get inside your skin oh, and man. they cause dermatitis. So I had dermatitis on my hands for a full month, itchy as hell, and then for a full year afterwards, it can just happen at any point, just reoccur. Ding, there you are, wow. you've got your dermatitis back. Um, so it's... Awful. It's... The flavour of tequila is disgusting, and the plant that it's made out of is foul. Absolutely horrible. <laughs> That's incredible. I didn't know that much about the agave plant. Every day's a school day. <laughs> <laughs> No wonder it's sort of like invented by like tough Mexican cowboys. It was probably like a bet, wasn't it? It's was like, do you dare drink the thing? You know, I've got the most in, you know, the most vicious plant out there, and I've made booze from it. Who wants some? And you went, yeah, yeah come on, absolutely. And and it's got these massive uh, spines on it as well that properly rip into your skin as well. You know, they they're hooked, and so they claw into your skin when you're handling the leaves of it. Oh man, it's awful. It's a horrible thing. I think that tequila is one of those love it or hate it. It's very Marmite like that, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I think there was a time I really enjoyed it, but if you've been sick off it once, that's it. There's no coming back ever, I think. Yeah, which was, you know, very much the same for me with various other spirits, but not tequila. Tequila mm. is the one which I've never, ever enjoyed, ever. Mm. I don't really tend to do shots that much because I'm a grown-up and um, <laughs> like every... Sort of, <laughs> Every, every few years on my birthday, someone will go, "Oh, do you want to, you know, do you want a shot?" And I'm like, "No, just get me a, just get me a normal drink." Yeah. And then someone will go, "Here's a tequila," and I'll put it in my hand. And I'll go, "Well, it's been three or four years. Maybe it's okay now." And I'll throw it back, and it's like my body rejects it. It's not even like I can't even physically get it down. My throat just closes up. It's like, "Oh no, you don't get out of here." Exactly. And you know, and it's all right. it's okay if you're outside in a you know, pub garden or something. You can spit it into a flower pot, <laughs> but like. There's been times I've been round a big table and I'm like, because uh, uh, I can't, I can't do anything with this. I'm going to no. die now. This is how I, this is how it ends on my birthday. <laughs> In a pub garden because of a shot of tequila. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. Quite the gravestone. <laughs> the epitaph readeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And on a desert island as well, when it's really hot and like just to have that to drink. I mean, Christ. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's the thing, you die quite quickly from dehydration as well. Yeah. Um, also, people say it's quite a feisty drink, don't they? It's like you, people get quite riled up on it. It's like one of those drinks like Stella that sort of seems to make people go mad. And the three people that you've already picked, sending them mental on tequila. 
Yeah, probably not a great plan. <laughs> I Probably what I would have to do is I would have to feed them the broad beans, mm. then leave and leave them a, a crate of tequila. Mm. And I'd have to run away and hide while they kill each other. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a sound plan. <laughs> yeah. I think you've got to be suspicious of a drink where, like, eating raw lemon afterwards is a relief. Yeah, and salt. Yeah. <laughs> How did this happen? Where you kind of go, oh, thank God, lemon. And you just bite into a chunk of lemon for relief. You know, when normally that would be a practical joke if you ate some lemon, you'd be like, oh, God, this is awful. But it's like a sweet, sweet relief. Yeah. I, got, I mean, and then the idea that you would put a, a dead worm in the bottom of it <laughs> and then you would eat that dead worm this, because that would be so full of it. Uh, Absolutely not. This is just what makes me think it's like it was just invented as like who's got the biggest dick sort of Mexican drinking game for cowboys but it doesn't translate to the real world. Like it's all good when you're in the desert and you're lonely and you want to see who's tough enough but for, you know I just want to go for a drink. Exactly. I don't want to fight with the drink itself. <laughs> or any. Uh, I don't really want to fight with anybody around me, to be honest. I just want to have a nice time. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Okay, so tequila and broad beans. Very good. Yeah, tequila, the drink of brown. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately for you both, you won't be able without entertainment on the island. The plane's entertainment system continues to work, but just your luck, it only has two working settings. One is your least favourite film of all time, and the other is your least favourite song. What are they Should and why? So there what? is this song, which I used to listen to when I was a child back in the north of England, um, that my dad used to love. My dad's a, a good, a really good man and has learned a lot about, you know, being more politically engaged. But my dad used to love this song mm. um, by Jack Jones, mm-hmm. you know, an old, an old um, sort of Burt Bacharach era, you know, muse singer. Am mm. I right? That's right, right? Yeah. Um, and there's a song called Wives and Lovers. Yes, I know the song. it is the most... And I remember literally like listening to it and being like, oh my God, I love this song. Like, da, da, da. And if you listen to the lyrics, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Don't think because there's a ring on your finger, you need to try anymore. For wives should always be lovers too. In a way, maybe I would take that song because it's a real, it's a real hoot. You know, because literally the the verse starts like, "Hey, little girl, do your hair, brush your hair, do your makeup. Soon he'll come home through the door." And it's all about how, like, mm. you know, if you don't make an effort with your appearance and the cooking and the cleaning, your man is really? going to be. It's un. It's horrific. Believable. It's really like, bad. Isn't yeah. a lot of country music like? It's not that. really country. It's like huge commercial global like what is it like jazz is it jazz it's not jazz. it's like I mean, crooner kind of crooner yeah, yeah. music like. is it like down the old working men's clubs uh, no 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 it's, no, it's, it's like um it's, it's like um it's uh, kind of like a uh like yeah like a crooner style like frank sinatra style sinatra kind of thing world yeah yeah sort of like what came slightly after that you know yeah you know yeah and and the, the crazy thing is so many of the songs that were like that he wrote bird Bacharach, etc were so good and then mm. there was this dog pile of steaming shit yeah. anyway but maybe I you know it's I so guess offensive it would, I guess what, what are some lyrics um, um, do your hair it's basically do your hair do your makeup you, you need to make yourself look beautiful for when he comes home otherwise he might go and 
like find someone else. So day oh. after day, there are girls at the office, and it's like how just you're you're ugly unless you try. Like don't let him go to work with your hair and curlers. You may never see him again. <laughs> yeah. Like literally yeah. unbelievable. It's kind of like that. Yeah. It's like Jesus, Mary, Joseph, unreal. And then it was covered fairly recently by like no but by like (laughs) by like a really sincere like I have this real guilty pleasure which is like really sincere YouTube um, acoustic okay female not male I don't like any of them but like you know these like amazing really amazing talented singers who take these songs and really earnestly cover them Mm. you know and I everything about my life is to like avoid you know, being too earnest because God, it's so boring. I don't know. I, mm. I need to think about why, but um, the I love this. Like, really, truly love these like super earnest singers who like really feel the emotion of a song. And there's this one that I really like called Alice Something, and she did Jack Jones, Wives and Lovers, and like really like felt it like had tears in her eyes. And I was like, not in a bad way. She was like, God, this song is just so good. And I was quite like, No, come what on, what's happening? Yeah. Oh my God, fourth wave. Like, come on. Think um, of the lyrics. It's horrific. Of the lyric, yeah. So there's that. It, may, it was it was a big song, right? It was like a com- huge, huge massive, commercial. Yeah. It was on yeah. it's Burt Bacharach's greatest hits. There was like ten of them on the one on the ultimate, and that was one of them. And he wrote like fucking Why Do Birds Suddenly Appear, whatever that song mm. is called that I love. Mm. But do, do you think people are just like were just ignoring the lyrics or anyone sort of went? No, oh, definitely not. Hang on, like, hang on a second. Uh, but when, what did was, you when just would that have been like? 60, late 60s. Yeah, come on, well, then, Feminism yeah. was just starting, 68. Ex- yeah, so. but like, exactly. So but, like, mm. late 60s, it's still, you would still have a huge, like, a huge, you know, part of the population that, I mean, you like, know, wasn't of- necessarily talking, you know, or listening to feminism. And You know who are really culturally quite peculiar as, as mm. produce songs and shouldn't? Bastille. Bastille. Oh. Partly because I'm of, really interested in this. Go on. It's just, it's that kind of, Tortured male, you know, when he's like, Glamour you know, does the I best was left in your own device. <laughs> like, and it's just like, try do Bastille singing other songs, and you'll just realize how absurdly odd it is. Like, Teenage Dream, which is like, um, Go on. you think I'm funny without any makeup on, you think I'm funny when I said the punchline wrong. Like, all right, that. okay. And it's like, why are you singing as you've got pain in your voice when you're actually saying something that's so emotionally inept? Mm. It's so weird, this one, because one time I saw, saw them live and I like wept. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When they did Pompeii, I was like, oh my god, this is so When you close your eyes. Literally. Yeah, it, right. Do you remember when Bastille and Rudimental yeah. did a, a thing know. at the Brits? And it was, it was wow. I went to a thing the other day, and Bastille and Craig David did a song. Wow. And it was terrible. <laughs> it was so bad. It was just like bland there was no content and then it was like oh yeah they were talking about it beforehand and they were like oh (laughs) no but beforehand they were saying oh it's got this amazing twist and like it's got this huge like drop and and it just had none of that right like the only time you want to be between Bastille and Craig David David is a spit roast yeah exactly (laughs) although Craig David's a huge Tory is he yeah oh my God, huge! Apparently, yeah, yeah. I we have a. Fr- I, I actually don't know if I genuinely can. Talk no, you can't. About that. You can't no, talk no, about that. No. And that's just there, a cliffhanger. Mm. I think we heard some of our least favorite songs mm. playing on the uh, cab ride here. I Tell think any top forty is is uh, the the worst thing I've heard. But okay. that's just because I'm an old. Yeah. Study right. Right. Yeah. 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 I cannot stand like '80s, butt rock. 
um, like jock jams, bro rock. Oh yeah. And so or I like Journey or Journey. <laughs> oh, I, I don't even know if I can pinpoint a song. Just like anything from Here I Go Again. Yeah. Oh my God. Own. Yeah. Um, to that was uh, nasty in tune. What was the one I was singing earlier? I don't know. Was it someday love will find no, you? No. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> this one's not from the eighties, but I, it's coming to mind. I don't want to close my eyes. No. I don't want to fall asleep because oh I miss god. you, baby, and I don't want to miss the day. I think it's usually straight men um, emoting. Too much. Yeah. Yeah. When they're talking too much. like this, yeah. it gets so hard to express my feelings, babe. <laughs> that I push it out. <laughs> I'm still masculine, even though I'm opening up. <laughs> I think oh that's god. exactly what they're saying. Oh my god, so that anything is good. that sounds like that. Imagine that for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Song choice. Yes. So there you go, that was Top of the Cocks there, Drag Queen Special. And we're going to keep trying to release the odd old episode that you might have missed or just that's fun to catch up with and doing the odd sort of Top of the Cocks as well like this where we do a little compilation. Um, If there's any themes that you think would be good to try and um, hang a Top of the Cocks off, then do let us know. You can always get in touch with us, dickspod.com slash contact or you can contact us on Twitter or Instagram at dickspod as well. Uh, We'll be back very soon with a compact dick and you can use those addresses I just read out to submit your choices for who and what you think is a dick and um, we can include them in the next episode and we're just going to keep them coming basically so uh, don't go anywhere make sure you subscribe so you never miss any and uh, that's about it we'll speak to you soon thanks for listening bye